Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Tajwan screams at the ocean, but like finally JPJ and Haley return from their date and Tajwan is like, I hope Tajwan Paul Jones can still happen. It's your delivery of the narration of like you being so serious about it, but like what you're like, Tajwan yells at the ocean, and that like it's just you moving on, like saying it's so factually correct. It's like I'm dying, like I'm just peeing my pants laughing. Like I need you to vo. This is very serious. This is serious business. Of course. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. So before we get started, I think Claire and I just owe a whole group of people a deep apology. Everyone who's ever been invited on our podcast, honestly, I feel terrible. Anyone who I've ever mentioned the podcast to, I'm sorry. It was really manipulative. Yeah, it was. And you know what? We're about to do it again because before we get started, we have to talk about our live show. And like, I, the nausea is just rising in my throat thinking about doing this to all like, of you. Like, I but... fully acknowledge that we are bad people, but we're also going to move forward with this. Yeah, so let's talk about this. We're coming back to New York City for our third live show. We're going to be at the Gramercy Theater on Wednesday, September 4th. That's a week from today. And we're going to be joined by the wonderful, hilarious Phoebe Robinson of Two Dope Queens fame to dissect yet another vintage episode, season one episode three and I think it might be the most dramatic episode yet it really is and if you came or listened to our first NYC show don't worry this is all new content this time we're talking about the first ever one-on-one dates the first ever most shocking rose ceremony ever and the first time we've ever seen Chris Harrison in a v-neck tee layered over a crew neck shirt and fortunately that's not something we haven't seen much of (laughs) In the in recent years, at least. And we're also going to be joined by some special guests. We're going to be joined by Derek Peth and Michael Garafola for games, Bachelor-themed fun. Uh, we're so excited for this show um, and, and to hang out with everyone. We would love batch. to see some of you there. Yeah, we'll put the link to tickets in the show notes. And uh, yeah, hope to see you guys there. But we first, of course, before we can even get to that show, we have two more entire four-hour batches of Bachelor (laughs) in Paradise to recap, starting with this week. So let's get right into it. Our guest today is Darren Karp, 
Hi, guys. Yay. So excited to be here and talk about my favorite show ever. She is a Bravo personality, Andy Cohen's assistant, and also, and most importantly, the host of the Martinis and Murder podcast. Yeah. Two things I love. I get to talk Housewives <laughs> and Murder all day. I mean, and now oh I get god. to do Bachelor in Paradise. Oh my like, god. It's the greatest day ever for it's me, been guys. The same family you know, of things. When you guys asked me to be on your podcast, I definitely was offended. You know, but I, then you were yeah. like, "Fine, I'll do it." Yeah, I yeah. was like, "Fine, it's good exposure, I guess." You yeah. know, like, I but mean, it was gross, rude. It was gross, guys. Yeah. It yeah. was really rude. I know. Look, don't worry. I will be just self-flagellating all day over this. I, I, yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm going guys... to confession, like, even though I'm Jewish, it's yeah. you know, we confess. I will things. be waiting yeah. until Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur to. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. I'm yeah. taking Yom confession. Kippur. I, as a Catholic, am taking Yom Kippur. We're gonna switch yeah. it up. Oh, good. I think it means more that way. You know. Religious people, I find, aren't atoning enough for their sins. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we exactly. don't do it enough, so yeah. this is good. The, the, I just welcome new opportunities to uh, criticize myself because I don't. It's, it doesn't happen like every moment in my own head. Yeah, no, I yeah. was up all night, um, and I just want to give a little shout out to Derek's podcast because <laughs> it was mentioned so many times, and I don't think that JPJ ever did the simple courtesy of saying what it was called. K- K- I was thinking Kay must have been freaking out <laughs> yeah. last night's Kay episode. Kay is co-host. She was dying. She was like, great PR. Great I know. PR. The Bachelor podcast yes. is really rising the ranks with Stagecoach in yeah. terms of Derek best gorilla like, marketing. My podcast was literally never going to get any screen time until you chose to do this. So thank you so much. I thought he was going to say that last night. I thought he was going to be like, JPJ, you've done nothing but like advertise my yeah. podcast the entire time. I've never said it once. I this thought that was so good. week is just like an encyclopedic education in the Streisand effect. Um, okay, so, so let's just start from the beginning. Okay. We, The sun is shining. It's a new Demi-free day yeah. for, Derek. for Derek. Not for a Bachelor Not in Paradise. Not for a Bachelor in Paradise, thank God. Um, <laughs> except that, you know, he has to watch her and Christian be adorable. Yeah, but we don't actually get to see much of that. Which is unfortunate. I want to just start by saying we saw Demi and Christian for like 30 seconds in this entire episode. We, they kissed for maybe like 15 seconds of that, and that was about it. Yeah, very important. They have to content. kiss every time. Guys, yeah. this is what equality is all about. If you are a straight couple or a gay couple, once you couple up and become boring, you're no longer useful to this show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mike and Sydney, we've seen for what? Point eight seconds the entire time. I, I thought, forgot I, Dylan and Hannah were there. Exactly, right. and they were they captivated the first what two <laughs> weeks, and now it's like, oh, Dylan, you're still kind of a loser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Christian and Demi have to be kind of solid because that was Christian's like stipulation for staying. Um, but like, what's the point of having them on the show if they're not gonna be involved in like any drama? Don't you feel like this is ABC's way of? Being like, we're cool with the gays. Yeah, we oh, did yeah. it. Right, oh, they, yeah. we, like, did we did it. it. We're different. It's done. It's, it's done 2019. Now. Like, this is them saying, like, hey, Darren, like, you're part of the Bachelor community, <laughs> too. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Like, they're okay. like, it's look, like, we don't even need a black Bachelor now because we, we have Demi. shown two blonde ladies making out. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's so like, attractive. It is like diversity, but not inclusion. Attractive. Like, they, they're here, but we're not actually going to make them a part of what's going on. Um, except Demi is an honorary man now, I guess. Right, because we'll she's giving out a rose. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, but some of the other couples are solidifying, which means we don't really see them. But, like, Tasha's sort of at loose ends because she's not totally sure about JPJ setting up some of the greatest drama of Ever. this episode. Because um, Tasha's sort of feeling Derek, and she's like, he's done with Demi. 
He's he's employed. He's employed. He he's has a good body. Yeah, that's he's the a man. two things. Yeah, he's yeah. a man. He has a beard. Um, and Tasha's like, maybe this is actually what I need. Um, there's a great scene of Tasha and Christina discussing how solid and adult Derek is while watching him sip a cocktail out of a straw, completely <laughs> covered in sand up to his neck. But you know, that's a very dad thing to do. That was yeah, so actually. good. I love that he has the best sense of humor. I'm like, he's covered in sand. I mean, I love Derek. He's got a good sense of humor, but I'm like, he's just covered in sand. <laughs> the bar is low. The bar is extremely yeah, low. <laughs> he's, he's everything so I'm funny. looking for. He has a beard. It's like cool, awesome. Uh, like when Connor shows up and everyone's like, I don't even know if it's just that he's tall, but like, I'm into it. I definitely would marry him. It's like when Clay's talking about Nicole and he was like, or it was Bibiana and he was just like, she's so hot. She's so beautiful. She's so pretty. Everything I'm looking for. Yeah. And I was like, triple threat. Triple threat. (laughs) She's got all the qualities you're looking for, Clay. No, Connor really, really is the encapsulation of that reductress article. I mean, he is tall. He's very tall. What did and they say white. in the reductress article? It's like it's a it's combination like, it's of just like sexy man. It's like quiz: is he tall? Is he hot? Or is he just tall and white? Yeah. <laughs> and it really resonated. It's been kind of a meme yeah. because well, a lot of people relate to that question. Is he cute or is he just tall? <laughs> Great. Not me. Shout, I'm not shout out to tall reductress. Man. Yeah. Good job. Very good. Very um, very good. <laughs> So Taisha sits John Paul Jones down and is basically like, other girls might be coming down that staircase. You should go out with them. You should for go sure. out with them. And unlike Katie, she is definitely not testing JPJ at all. She she's really like, dear just, Lord, please get away from me. I don't want to be tied to you. Yeah. Yeah. She's give, trying to give herself a little a little longer leash so she can hang out with Derek. Correct. Um, JPJ is devastated. <sighs> uh, and she's like, oh, well, like... Find someone else. Go basically. He's right. like, but I told her she was Beyonce. Yeah, but right. with bigger eyes. <laughs> Did you guys find when he was crying in his hands that he also felt like he was laughing? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. His laugh cry. Is a cry. It, it's really on the line. Okay, yeah. but he was crying. He was crying, but it was on the spectrum of laughter. Okay. Okay. Cool. I feel like he just brings a very similar hysterical energy to both, to both. of those yes. actions. Um, so Taj Wan comes down the stairs. Yeah. She was on Colton's season. Blake, Didn't remember her. Blake has never met her. She wasn't at Stagecoach, apparently. Fresh well, blood. Then does she exist? <laughs> she wasn't at Stagecoach. <laughs> she was barely on Colton's season. Uh, Taj Wan comes in with some very uh, confident energy. She's like, I don't care whose toes I step on. I'm going to get my man no matter what. I don't care about anyone but myself. Uh, she maintains this sort of bravado for like 30 seconds. Yeah. She's very hot. I know it's very hot on the island because Tajwan can't stop talking about how hot it is on the island. I was that kind of me. on board with her. I was like, this is deeply relatable. Yes. They all look like they don't have pores. It's very disturbing. And Tajwan brought the energy that I would bring. It yes. is wild. Like, she's completely beaded with sweat. And I'm looking at the other women and I'm like, what are you putting on your faces that this right. isn't happening to you? It can't be healthy. Agreed. It's got to be some sort of silica-based, like, sealant. <laughs> Botoxed all of them. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, like, direct all of the sweat to, like, my butt where yeah. no one can see it. Please. Um, so she That'd com- be a dream, by the way. Let's just talk about it. If that were a possibility, I'd I be think here it for is. it. I think if you Botox enough of your sweat glands areas that, like, you just have to sweat 
wherever you don't have Botox. <laughs> so it overcompensates? I think it overcompensates. <laughs> Maybe I made that up or you're dreamed just it. You're puddling butt sweat. Butt sweat. You're sitting in a puddle constantly. And then you're like, now I have to get Botox injected into my butt because my swamp ass is becoming such a problem. <laughs> oh, um, God. Anyway, that's probably what's going on with the other women. Uh, but Taj is here to pull JPJ aside. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, look, me and Taisha. We have a very strong connection. LOL. But that does not stop. It's a one-sided strong connection. Yeah. I still don't really understand the origin of her name. Because when he asked her about it, he was like, oh, yeah, people just, they started calling me Taj, and then my dad's name is Juan. And I was like, but isn't, weren't you born with that name? Like, Right. So it seems like there was some combination of her father's name, Juan, with, with something with else. But she didn't say what the other what, thing where was. where Taj came from. Exactly. Right. Okay. So that wasn't me just missing it. Okay, no. good. I, I had to just get that no. out of the way. It okay. also, the date was, I mean, so she pulls JPJ aside. She's like, he's into me. I missed my flight and lost my luggage coming here, so I'm going to go after the guy I want, which is JPJ. We're going to go out. And he's like, all right. Um, he buzzes off his chest hairs and Very I, guess, important. I guess ab hairs. Uh, yeah. I think it was, yeah, it was like stomach, stomach hair. Low, yeah, I think it was like a lower, lower stomach okay. happy trail. Yeah, they're always yeah. saying get rid of your happy trail. Women hate that. Is that true? No. No. You like a happy trail. Just not notable one way or it's just not yeah. really a thing to me. I've never been like, ew, his happy trash. I've, do you I've like never Harry really taken note of it. Do you like hairy chests? Or do you like a manscaped chest? I It's like, again, I, not I just like the a defining. man to be his natural yeah. self, you know? You guys don't have I the same J- standards as these uh, I think, contestants. I think JPJ is naturally hairless. Because he looks it. He looks he like a slick really, seal. Right. He didn't even have to he didn't really buzz have off to do that, that much. It's like, just leave that. It's fine. And yeah. it's blonde anyway. Yeah. <laughs> this is some unnecessary man. I just had to ask. As saying. a lesbian, I had to ask. Yeah. It okay, was okay. very performative. But so he is going on this date like, Tasha's going to be stressed out. She's going to love me more than ever. Tasha's so relieved. <laughs> She's like, yeah. thank God he's not here so I can really go after Derek. Um, they make a lot of, he keeps being like, this is my first Taj one on one. And clever. She's like, great job. And he laughs for like three minutes. Yes. I was like, he's drunk already. Like, what's yeah. going on? Like, that wasn't that good cry. of a joke. They are both total weirdos. Yeah. And therefore, I actually really enjoyed their dynamic, which is yeah. why I was sad that, you know, when it fell apart later on. But this JPJ starts to like eat the disgusting chicken that has been laid out for them. Okay, JPJ cannot eat anything. Anything. Except chicken nuggets. And I assume, like, he gets, like, an IV of essential <laughs> nutrients every night because— He's vomiting every every scene. The only thing we've seen him successfully eat and swallow is a chicken, chicken, chicken nugget. nugget. That's it. And that's not enough to sustain life. And he said he was like, I have a really sensitive stomach. And I'm like, well, if you have a really sensitive stomach, why would you eat the show Display food? Display food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why? And it didn't even look like chicken, to be honest with you. When it you... was some sort of hollowed out chicken carcass. Is that true, though? Are they, like, did you ask Derek, are they not allowed to eat show food? Should they not They're eat They're allowed show? to They're eat allowed it. to, but they don't. They they um, feed them beforehand. We have been recapping the first season of The Bachelor, and they do eat on camera, and it's very apparent why they no longer eat on it's camera. Gross. But I've seen them eat on BIP before. Like, they send them out for, like, tacos. I'm yeah. almost wondering if they didn't feed them before. This was supposed to be dinner. And Taj Wan is just like, but I know from The Bachelor canon, I am not to eat the date food no matter what. It I didn't will, look or I will very, be stuck in hell for an eternity. It didn't look super edible. It no, a, it didn't. 
He stuck an entire fork in the it chicken and then picked fine it up. To me, it's it looked food. like an organ. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't look. It didn't look like like the nachos that they get on the beach, which they do eat. I mean, it wasn't nachos; it was chicken. I know, but like, if I'm saying came, it didn't look the level if of edible. If he'd eaten it normally, I think it would have looked normal. If you stick your whole fork into like a chicken, it looked weirdly hollowed out. This underneath. makes me miss scallop fingers, because like she oh, ate yeah. scallops with gravitas. Yeah, last season. Uh, I kind of I was here for seeing people eat. I want to see people oh, eat. I I see people I'm here. I'm here for I'm here for people eating. Yeah, uh, but, but I'm Tashwan, not sure they were supposed to eat this food. It, I, clearly, I think they were. At, like I think that this was all shaped by Tajwan, sort of studying up, studying up. She was like, <laughs> I know how to be on The Bachelor. I know I'm not supposed to eat the date food. JPJ starts to eat the dinner, and she's like, don't eat it. Like, we'll go back to the house, and we'll ask, and everyone will tell you, don't eat the food. No, no. Like, she's, like, hiding her face. To be fair, he does start retching. But again, he retches after eating everything. So, like, it doesn't really mean that much to me. It doesn't seem to... Like, if something was wrong with the food... He wouldn't get food poisoning within, like, seconds of putting it in his Very true. No, I don't think that it's, like... My suspicion is that it was perfectly fine food that was like probably a little cold and dry because it wasn't, it was just waiting for them. It was like sweaty chicken because, yeah, as we know from Tajwan's face, it's not cold there. It's very (laughs) hot. That chicken was cooking. It was room temperature chicken. Yes. Um, the t- room temperature being like 105 degrees. Definitely. Um, but Tajwan is into this. She's like, if he vomits on me, we'll have to take a shower together. Um, didn't you guys get, though, the sense that they didn't have a lot to talk about? So therefore, they were like just goofing around together, like talking about the meal was like them bonding. I just didn't get a natural sort of conversation between them. I don't think I've ever seen John Paul Jones have a natural conversation with anyone. Yeah, not even no. Taisha. He has a very similar energy on his conversations with, with Taisha, which is that they're sort of like manic and like goofy. They don't follow a natural thread and they both end up just laughing a lot because the other person is so confused. Yeah, it's very goofy. Yeah, that's just what he brings to the table. <laughs> and Tajwan can rock with that. She's yes, like, she I... I relate. I'm happy to to be here doing this to potentially take a shower together <laughs> if vomit ends up on me. So be it. So be it. And then he he does ask her for the epitomology of her name. I really did not want to breeze past that um, because that's not a word. <laughs> um, and even the word he was looking for, I don't know if it was really the, the right word to ask about where her name came from. Yeah, I would it, like I've never heard that name before. But if it were me, I would just be like, oh, are you named after someone or like, how did your parents name you that? Like, yeah. I would never be like, what's your ethnic background to have? I know. No, it feels really wrong, like, weird. especially JPJ of like the, yeah, whitest, the, whitest, the white, right, white man, blonde surfer dude already getting shit for not being necessarily the brightest bulb. Although I think he's probably pretty smart. Eh. Who can say? He's 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 smart in the ways that have allowed him to become a financial analyst. So I can't say I'm super impressed by that. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, he asks. You know, she she mentions that her father's name was Juan, and he's like, "Where's that usually from?" And she's, she's like, like Mexico? "Mexico." That was the best. That was incredible. And then he's like, "Oh, my name's John. I should know that." And I was just uh, like, "Stop, stop, oh just stop, 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 stop talking." Stop. 
Uh, so they seem to be having a good time. He's like, she's beautiful. We're having so much fun. We, they strip off their clothes and jump in the river. Um, but it's in deep in John Paul Jones's heart. He knows it's only Tasha. Yeah. He does not communicate this to anyone, seemingly, except Never. the cameras. Right. Yeah. But in his heart. Yeah. And Tasha sometimes when he wakes up from a nap. You He's know. been looking for his wife for 18 years. 18, 18 years. years. He's I was like, since you've been six? I was like, oh, yeah. he misspoke. Yeah. Yeah. Swap that one. Cutie. Can we talk about how back at the bonfire, all the women are just like roasting Colton's making out skills? Do you think he was like offended? Like, do you think Colton's going to come back on like some publications? He'd be like, no, I'm a really good kisser. Because he looked like yes. a horrendous kisser. Last. I mean, well, Demi tweeted that she thought he was a good kisser. <laughs> Cassie tweeted a defense of his kissing <laughs> skills. And I'm like, listen, the only person right now that it really matters is Cassie. Is Cassie. So, like, if she's happy, that's the important True. thing. People have different kissing styles. You know, you like what you like. It's got to match up. You know what yeah. I mean? One one man's bad kisser is another yeah. woman's Adonis. Some exactly. women like to have a lot of, like, slobber around their mouths. <laughs> or no slobber Do at they? all. Sure. Yeah, not see? us, not women in this room, <laughs> yeah. but other women, other sure, places. Yeah, 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 like yeah, other yeah, women yeah. that yeah. I have not encountered. Yes. Uh, Sydney says this, and then Caitlin agrees. They ask Tasha, and she seems reticent, but finally is like, I mean, I wasn't going to say anything. She's like, like he yes. improved. She he says improved. he improved a lot over the course of the season. Maybe they all collectively taught Colton how to kiss for Cassie. Which, Cassie should be grateful. Yeah. Yes. That's really what the bachelor process is for. It's so by the time that a man is engaged, he knows <laughs> how to please him. a woman with his lips. Um, and oh. uh, meanwhile, D- Dean and Kaylin are just really feeling each other. Yeah. They're all coupled up. They're all over each other. Um, you like this relationship between them? Eh, you too? I kind of into it. You're into it? Yeah, I am kind of into it. Do you think Dean's a dick from last season? No, Two seasons come. I think he's. Oh, yeah. I wow. think he's very anxious about appearing to be a dick, and he's right. very anxious about setting something up for that will be disappointing. And so he's he almost overcorrects in this episode. Yeah, yeah, he seems overly honest. Almost, it's really interesting. He has come back with such like uh, I'm chill and have grown, and I'm just, like, a fun-loving adult with a van now. And that's his new (laughs) vibe. But, like, he is clearly very skittish as well. So he and Kaylin are attached at the hip, and clearly Dean is like, I'm not going to be the guy who, like, goes after another woman in paradise. So, like, while I'm here, I'm going to be with Kaylin. Um, But Kaylin is thinking that this might be her forever. Might be the one. And Might also, the one. to be fair, they both are based in California. Like, th- there is a chance that He's this— He's, like, based Dean in California. Yeah, yeah, but Dean doesn't have a home, but I his think his home base is His base is the winding California. road, you know? It would Where, be a life adventure. He has to return to co-host his podcast every once in a while. Can't so. he like? Can't he call in from uh, a local stream where he's <laughs> showering? showering. Yeah. I'm currently showering and cooking and doing laundry at the same time in my van. I mean, the market is really right for him to do like a van life coffee table book. I mean, or a sponsored like Instagram. When we met his dad, however many seasons ago, yes. two, three seasons ago, Rachel's season. That was way back when. 
That was like kind of incredible. Like I don't remember, and you guys are encyclopedias with this, so you know more. I don't remember ever meeting a parent that was so weirdly polarizing as Dean's dad was. Never as anything like hippie and outlandish. Right? No, they there, tend to have. There have been other like weird, weird like, dads. I think the thing that no, there have been like weirdo dads. Really? But I think that the really bizarre thing about Dean's dad was that he not only brought that energy, but like Dean had such a bad relationship with him, right. and that was sort of we've not really seen that. And so he he had this father who was sort of like I'm all about like love and like woo woo and like crystals, and Dean was like. You ruined my childhood. <laughs> like, it was just not like an awkward juxtaposition and like very tense. Um, but I guess he could know. have had a spinoff, is all I'm saying, just with that family relationship alone. <laughs> family therapy in a van or something. Dean's got to monetize this. He does. Um, so, uh, Kaylin talks to Demi and Wells, and who are just like, Dean seems nice, but like, he's going to break your heart and like, is a monster. <laughs> Uh, don't trust him, girl. I, I was sort of like Demi, who like after what you did to Derek, like I do think like you maybe could chill on like calling out every other person <laughs> for not being a reliable place to put your heart. Like, yeah, but you can't say anything because she's a lesbian, so you can't say that because you found herself. You know what I mean? You can't. I mean, listen, we all want Demi to find herself. <laughs> also, Wells is just such a little shitster. Uh, he's oh, producing. Only, I know. It's amazing. He's just behind that bar. Everyone who comes up, he's like, but is your relationship as solid as you think? Maybe you should go Are have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. He's definitely the main producer. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Like, Demi is just being like, don't be that girl. Be a bad bitch. And I was like, okay. Um, but unfortunately, it turns out they're right because yeah. Kaylin pulls Dean aside the next day and ask him, how are things for you? I'm feeling really great. Like maybe, I don't know, just spitballing here, like white dress, like down the aisle, maybe on television, babies. And he's like, this is going to be a really nice week and a half that we have in front of us. And then it will be over and we will never speak again. Um, and she's understandably quite taken aback to hear this. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Right. Yeah. Um, so he's like, you know, I don't want to hang out with any other girl while I'm here, but I suck at dating. Another podcast plug. Yeah. Two podcasts plugged during That is this the name of episode. his podcast. Help I, help I Suck at Dating. Wow. Yeah. The podcast community is just, we're taking over, dude. Yeah. We're yeah. taking we're here. over. We're here. It was really making me think about how much more aggressive we need to be about promoting <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, you're not here to make friends. You're here to make podcast guests. Exactly. That's what you. That's your That's your goal. And those are mutually exclusive. Yes. Um, and so he says, you know, I just don't think that you should get too attached to me. Like, I don't want a normal life of, like, going to dinner parties on Saturday nights and, like, talking about our feelings and emotions. She was crushed. That, okay. She was crushed. That's but an also, insane thing to say. That is an insane thing to say. But you could you just never ha- want to talk about your feelings? That's not—don't interact with people then. Don't yeah. have any relationships, romantic or platonic. Off person. Like she could not have been that surprised that he said that. He lives in a van. <laughs> that is a wild. He lives thing in a van so that he can drive away from the feelings and emotions. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, she was crushed. Like I get being like I'm not conventional. I don't want to live in a house and like have kids or whatever. But to be like I live in a van so I don't have to talk about our, my emotions right. or yours. That is ever. what I take yeah, issue with. Like you are allowed to. Uh, 
totally within his rights to be like, look, I don't think that our lifestyles quite match up. I don't think that the life that I'm currently living makes sense for being in the kind of relationship that I'm getting the sense that you want. But yeah, you cannot yeah. just say I have opted I don't want to talk out about of feelings. all emotions. Yeah. Because that's saying that you're opting out of like any responsibility to other human beings. And that's not reasonable. Yeah. I mean, who among us hasn't met a guy who's like, I should uh, never yeah. have to think about your feelings because yes, I'm different. Yes, and that's why this was triggering to me. <laughs> because I live, like, an unconventional lifestyle, like, off the grid. Weird that he would want to be on a television show where literally you have to talk about your feelings. It's the only thing you it's do. It's the, the only, only thing, you, thing do you do all day. Um, and so she uh, cries. Yes. I mean, listen, fair enough. It's devastating. Dean is, like, even struggling to, like— connect with the emotions that are appropriate for this scene like he's like you'd be miserable as my girlfriend then he kind of laughs and i was like dean like pretend you're sad right now <laughs> also there's it's nothing kindness. worse than a man being like i'm just doing you a favor by breaking right. up with you yes. because i know you'd be miserable and you deserve better and like i won't make you happy and it's sort of like fuck you let me decide that so here's the thing emma and i were trying to imagine a woman saying this to a man in a breakup yeah is this something a woman ever says in a breakup like i just want to make the right decision for you and like i'm worried that you're gonna get too attached and like i can't be what you want from me i think women do a better job of not uh putting words into other people's mouths as men do and i think that like men have this in general, this yeah, yeah, over yeah. Uh, like need to like protect the female because she's so sensitive and clearly yeah. she doesn't know what she wants. A lot of John Paul Jones, Tasha stuff going yeah. on here, which oh, I'm sure we're going to get yeah. into. Yeah, we'll get, in. yes, we'll we'll get, get into it. But it's a lot of like, um, you know, I want to make this better for you, so I'm going to do this yeah. for you. Right, rather than just saying don't this isn't this. what I want. This women isn't what I want, this. and I understand that that is in opposition to what you want, and I'm sorry for hurting you. And also, I see where this is going, and it's going to be hard later on, and I think it's going to be harder for you, but the reason I'm doing this is for me. Yeah. That, if he said that— The real that, reason is because yeah. it will be harder for me. Absolutely. But if he was like, it will be hard no matter what, I get that. Like, But yeah. he should have totally used the, the I statements, exactly. not the statements. Exactly. It likes it's very having been on the receiving end of that kind of speech. It's it is fun. infuriating. Yeah, don't tell yeah. me what I think or what's better for me. Yeah, do not tell me. And sometimes it's fun being vulnerable and better. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's my choice. It's also like, yeah, you shouldn't string people along or like lead them to believe that you want more of a commitment than you do. But it just always sounds so self-aggrandizing to me to be like, you're gonna fall in love with me, baby girl. Right, I just know it. And like, I'm doing you a favor by stopping it now. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, gee, thanks. I'm I'm irresistible. You're gonna be so attached, you'll never recover. It's like, okay, well. He also didn't give her any room to be like, no, I want I want this. Right. Like, oh, I. It was just like, done. Like, okay, all right. Yeah. So Kaylin heads off uh, and runs into Blake, uh, who sees her crying and puts his arm around her. And Kaylin says, like, Do don't not hug me. me. You're making it worse. And poor Blake just, like, recoils so hard he almost falls over. Poor Blake is like, I'm trying. I'm trying. Blake has no chance this Bachelor in Paradise just Absolutely not. I mean, I think I need to see Blake learn a move for connecting with women that does not involve touching them. Like, <laughs> learn how to be a friend to Kaylin in a way where you're not putting your arm around her in an unsolicited fashion. Yeah, he, he's, oh, and I know we're going to get to JPJ crying, but when he was like comforting, and I'm using <laughs> air quotes by comforting, even then he was just like, he just like knew how to like rub a back. He was like, <laughs> yeah, man, let it out. Yeah. Like, he's not, he's a robot. It's okay to cry. Right, he's a robot. Um, 
And uh, meanwhile, Haley's here comes here. Haley. One of the twins. Uh, but her sister, Emily, is all booed, booed up. up. Uh, she's had a boyfriend for a year and a half. And Haley's like, I also want to get engaged this summer. Mm-hmm. Like, presumably, she thinks her sister will. Um, and she's here for JPJ, which is very on brand. Um, Haley and Emily have expressed interest in kind of like the ripped weirdos of the show before. Um, unfortunately, Tajwan. Not having it. Tajwan's willing to step on toes, but when other people step on her toes... She just quietly sulks in a corner. She sort of crumples like cotton candy with water poured over it. She's just like, I can't. Um, She's like, you can't have Emily without Haley or Haley without Emily. That's like French fries and ketchup. You can't have ketchup without French fries. Hmm. JPJ isn't Métis ketchup. He should eat Rocky Road with a cherry on top and hot fudge. That's me, baby. <laughs> there are so many. But how much truth is in that? Happening. How much truth is in that? You can't have just ketchup. But you can have just you can French have, fries. You can. You can also have ketchup point. on other things. It's not that ladies, like home ladies, fries. ladies. <laughs> you're clearly not thinking about this in the intellectual way that we should be deep diving into this. Rocky Road with a cherry on top. I don't think. I that, don't want the cherry. I don't just think, give me the Rocky Road. You know road. what? Now you're fired. Not, it's done. It's done. I, Can't be on the show. I don't think JPJ can handle Rocky Road with a cherry on top and hot fudge. He has a very delicate. <laughs> Too much dairy will make him vomit That's for true. sure. I actually think that maybe a teaspoonful of ketchup stirred into a glass of warm water <laughs> would be like a great meal for a JPJ. I think, uh, plus chicken nuggets. She should have said you can't have chicken nuggets without ketchup because then it really would have made sense. It proves she doesn't really know him that well. Exactly. She has not yeah. studied this him. quite enough. Yes. Yeah. But she also thinks that she and JPJ are both seagulls flying in harmony and Haley just came in and fucked it all up and shit everywhere. Like a pigeon. I'm like, again, Tajwan, you were very on board with this whole scenario when you were the one coming in to shit on everything. And now it's like you've forgotten the concept of the show. Also, seagulls shit on everything. So I'm unclear what kind of bird. Yeah, that was where pigeon. I was like, like, I was in real agreement with Haley when she's like, does she understand that seagulls are also disgusting? Right, like she chose a, an equally bad bird. She should have been like, seagulls are the pigeons of the beach. Right, we're yeah. both peacocks. We're both blue jays. And then, but like seagulls but and pigeons are. there's something so romantic about a seagull, you know? No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting very weird looks right now. Definitely. Um, You're Taj wanting out right now. <laughs> you really are. I find her very relatable. Yes. So uh, Haley pulls JPJ and asks him what's going on, and he cannot string a sentence together. It seems like he has taken in no information about what's happening on the beach. I'm just uh, mentally and uh, <laughs> you're attractive, uh, physically exhausted. Cheers. Mel's just like, this is your toast. Oh, my God. JPJ so is, is struggling. He All he wants is Tasha and... Yet he knows he has to try to make Tasha jealous, so he's getting no time with Tasha. He's right. only he's, getting time with other he's hot now women. Juggling three women. Um, he fascinating. To he me. actually goes to take a nap on a couch between Haley talking to him and then Haley coming to offer him the date. I actually find this very relatable. I would be sleeping all the time. <laughs> Um, it's 110 degrees what outside. Else what are you there doing? There is nothing else to do. You're sleeping. They have no TVs. Yeah, sleeper in the pool, basically. Um, so Haley asked him on the date. He's like, great, let's do it. And then uh, so he goes and gets ready. And then he comes and finds 
Tajwan and is like, hey, how's it going? What's up? Yeah, cool. Like, we had fun last night. And then he literally sees Haley and goes, oh, oh there she is. Bye. <laughs> Without a backwards glance or a, brutal. a word brutal. of leave taking, dashes off to Haley. The subtle nuances of what you're supposed to do to people who like you, he has no filter for. It's absolutely the rudest thing yeah. I've ever seen in my life. I was like, that is like, if, if you did that in like high society, you would never be Shunned. invited to a party again. Yeah. You'd be excommunicated for sure. Absolutely shocking. Uh, poor Tajwan. So um, she proceeds to sort of melt down while JPJ and Haley are on this date. Um, she's just sort of sitting around giving a running monologue about how she doesn't want to see all the other couples making out and how hot she is. <laughs> she's and- very hot. Very hot. Very sweaty. She can't stand the heat. Everyone's like, what's going on with Tajwan? Can we fix it? No, we no. can't. Better to back off. Uh, she starts uh, doing it in the moment and is having some Gatorade and almost falls over. They're like, okay. The producer suddenly comes in the shot and is like, we got we to take of you them. out of They're here. They're yeah. like carrying her. They have medics like checking her blood pressure. And, and then she like, requests some guacamole. Yeah, they're like, she's dehydrated. Let's get her some Gatorade. And she's like, oh, we're ordering? Yeah. <laughs> I will take guacamole. And they're like, no, no, that's not what's happening right now. This is a medical This is an situation. electrolyte situation. <laughs> she's like, if, I ha- if I'm consuming nutrients, it might as well be in the form of mashed avocado. <laughs> of course. Yeah. You're Meanwhile, not- JPJ right. and Haley are off riding horses on the beach. Very romantic. They um, look like a... They aesthetically, look the they look the same. It's Ken and Barbie kind of ish. Yeah, they're if, totally matching. Yes, in terms of the blonde, the blonde like Aryan translation. Yes. Very Aryan. It's extremely Aryan. Um, he loves that she's not put off by his quirkiness, which like is not hidden. So if anyone is ever asking him on a date, they're not put off by his quirkiness. Correct, um, guys. Th- look, I just pulled this up on Instagram. This is her twin, Emily's boyfriend. He just looks the same as JPJ. He also, also. looks like what Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, doesn't he? In true blood, I think he is Scandinavian. He's that a hockey player. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh man. Yeah. He's sweet. They have a type. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so JPJ and Haley are having champagne on the beach, and he says, "Your stare is causing me to melt." Uh, then he chokes on champagne. <laughs> it's too spicy. It's a lot of bubbles. <gasps> a lot of bubbles. Uh, his stomach is sensitive. It's like the whole GI tract is like hair trigger reflex. Yep. Um, so then they, uh, he's just, they spend the rest of the date with him trying to put sunscreen on her and he's not very good at it. I just love, he's like, I can't believe you allowed me to do this. And it's like putting his, like, he's like, like doing her legs. Right. And then he's kind of like pushing her crotch into his face. Yeah. It's very, he's just kind of like mainly focusing on the buttocks. Uh, Very much so. Which is arguably the least place that you're going to get burned. Yeah. It's like under a bathing suit. Correct. And (laughs) And you're you're like sitting sitting on it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's where he felt the need was. <laughs> so that's where he went. Um, and he's like, sorry, mom, I'm with a very sexy woman right now. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. What have I done? I was like, it what was have you done? Such a confusing energy. <laughs> yes. I don't. I'm, I, yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, where is he from? Maryland. Maryland. Bizarre. It doesn't matter. No, I am also from Maryland, and there's nothing very Maryland about him. Right. Like, I'm thinking he's from, like, the Keys or, like, an, you know, like, Portland-ish, like, 
Maryland. It's such like a normal, smart state. I would just love to find out that he was never like this through like college. Yeah. And all of his old friends are just like, what (laughs) happened? He's a caricature of himself. He truly is. Yeah. Um, So Taj Wan's breakdown is continuing. She's like, it's too hot. My legs are on fire. I'm going to eat spaghetti in the pool. Which is what you do when you um, light your own fire. Exactly. I mean, I was like, get in the pool if you're so hot. It's right there. Right. I guess it was too close to all the couples who are making out. Literally, it seems like most of the couples just spend all day, like, wrapped around each other in the pool, just, like, bobbing up and down. Yeah, I was like, right. don't you I get guess bored? What, what else would you do? And not a bad thing. I move to a day bed Swim and then you go laps, back to the pool. Do some chicken fights, you know? Like, it's just a little. You want a little entertainment. Right. Yeah. I'm. This is a Three TV weeks show. Three of bliss, guys. Oh, my God. Um. Tajwan screams at the ocean, but like finally JPJ and Haley return from their date, and Tajwan is like, I hope Tajwan Paul Jones can still happen. It's it your not. delivery of the narration of like you being so serious about it, but like what you're like, Tajwan yells at the ocean, and that like it's just you moving on, like saying it's so factually correct. It's like I'm dying, like I'm just peeing my pants laughing. Like I need you to vo. This is very serious. This is serious business. Of course, okay? no, and it's it, this is like this is college level. This is this is not one on one. This is four hundred one. That is what BIP. we aim to, to do on this podcast. Yeah. It's just her narration of the story like she yells at the ocean and for. then it, it, like i'm di- I, i'm here <laughs> Claire for it. brings that dry yes. dry humor because she takes it so seriously and it's real this is all like it's very real what do you think reality television is I, all yeah. about listen i know it it's technically <laughs> called unscripted ladies and it is true yes. they're off book yeah <laughs> um so she uh sits down with Haley and john paul jones and asked about their date, and they're like, we rode horses. And she's like, that sounds lame. <laughs> she's like, did you kiss? And he's like, yeah, it was super fun. We made out. And uh, then he describes his date with Taj Wan, and she looks um, uh, Haley dead in the eye and says, and then we got into the river Nike. <laughs> well, I mean. They're going tit for tat. Literally. Yeah. I mean, Haley didn't really opt into this. No, no she didn't. Haley's just sitting there, and Taj goes, I'm so glad you're here, Haley. And t- Haley moves to be like, oh, thank you. And she says, just kidding. I was like, can I spit in her wine? But don't worry. I mean, I would never do that. It's just a thought. It's yeah. just a thought I had. Like, Which is an alarming thought. If you're Haley, that, yeah. that might be alarming. She does have access to the <laughs> wine. Um, they're very close together. And ta- this is when Taj Wong calls her a pigeon. Um which is a bad I, which, bird, but I so is a seagull. We've so. really covered that, yeah. that whole debate. Um, but uh, finally, JPJ talks one-on-one with Tajwan and doesn't really say anything. Like, she wants clarity on whether he's still into her. And he's sort of like, you know, I, yeah, like, I really admire you and, like, you're really cool. And, like, all I know is, like, you know, like, I'm here and I'm, like, I'm just, like, really just, like, physically drained. Cheers. Wells is like, that's your toast? That's the worst <laughs> toast I've ever heard. And we've all seen Hannah Brown give a toast. So, like, that's really saying something. Uh, amen. Where no, nothing is said at all. <laughs> he might as well just been silent. I would have gotten it more have been clarity if he was silent. about how he felt about Tajwan if he was silent. Yeah. As opposed to what he said. Um, so now it's time for the rose ceremony. And some of the women are really scrambling 
Caitlin is trying to lock down Blake, but also Christina is making a play for Blake. Um, I cannot believe that Christina pulled this off. I what do you guys like Christina? I'm confused. I'm, I'm having a very confusing yeah. ride with her this season. Because <laughs> I've been Team Christina in the past, and now I'm just sort of like I don't know. I'm like I don't understand. I'm enjoying a lot of it. It's uh, interesting. I'm surprised she pulled it off, but also you can tell that Blake was not into that. Well, I he's think he's so not into it. And so that he's like, is oh, exactly right. why it was successful because right. I think Christina basically points out to him. You've had a bad run of it. If you give your rose to Caitlyn, and you don't she's your like gal. her, right? She's your gal for right. the rest of the time. Because then you here. can't not give your rose to her again. So you're right. fucking yeah. yourself over. You can't just use like give her the rose now and then wait for a better romantic option. To you've, come in. You already exactly. look You've terrible. already run through all of your options, and America knows you look bad. Yeah. Um. But unfortunately, he had just hung out with Caitlin and said, and 100% said, you're getting my 100%. rose. 100%. <laughs> he did not look great this episode. Blakey. Uh, oh, God. He's really struggling. Um, Yeah. So, like, I've never really seen a play for a friend rose work this well, but Blake is beaten down. He's like, yeah, I don't want to look bad. Like, maybe my redemption arc is that Christina finds love or maybe she doesn't. And then I get another chance to find someone I actually am interested in. After, you know, the men get the roses again. She pulled it off. Absolutely incredible. Uh, and Christina's like, yeah, I don't think he's going to give K- Caitlin the rose. Like, if he was that into her, he would have gone after her at Stagecoach. Which Stagecoach. was a good burn. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a good burn. I never heard of Stagecoach before this whole thing. And yeah. now, now, now I've got to go. You know everything about I'm it. You bought your tickets. 100% on yeah. Access Pass. I mean, it's really incredible, too, how Christina is like, Blake is, Blake is my friend and I love him. And also, he's very vulnerable right now. And that's useful. To me. <laughs> I can make use of this. I like her um, honesty. <laughs> yeah, she actually, well, I'm mean, obviously we're going to get to the second episode, but she says something after the wedding or during the wedding. And I was like, oh, Christina, you're being honest here. I get it. <laughs> we'll get to it. Um, so everyone is also making a play for uh, JPJ's rose, except for Tasha, who's trying to get Derek's rose. Um, and uh, we get more pigeon talk. I mean, it's just like it's a, a free mess. for all yeah. when it comes to those two. But Tasha has like zeroed in on Derek. It's clear that this is like where her real interest lies, which we didn't know about before, right? Well, we yeah. didn't see that we, interest being sparked. We or- did get a little hint of it actually in episode one. But he because he connected so easily with Demi, it just it was, fell yeah. by the wayside. Got yeah. it. Okay. Right. Like he and Tasha had like a both expressed, I think, some interest in each other, but then other it things moved on. happened. Yeah. She went on the Blake the Blake date. He hung out with Demi. And now it's like second chances. They kiss. Tasha says he's a better kisser than Colton. Um, JPJ can like very low bar. Yeah, it's not really the compliment that I would want about my kissing skills after that. Well, you're better than Colton. That doesn't make me feel good. Right, exactly. Um, And uh, Dean and Kaylin have a little chat, and he's like, "I listen. I have something for you because tonight is about young Kaylin Miller. He's turning 24. That's right. It's her birthday, baby. And here comes Dean with a basket." Of cake, 
just the classic birthday treat. Who doesn't want a basket of cake? A basket I mean, I of would cake take it. Is I what would I would very want. much take a basket of cake. A hundred percent. It's a great, great gift. Yeah, and, and it was very, it was very sweet. He's like, thank you for putting up with me. Like, happy birthday. And you can tell she's so happy. She's feeling oh. like maybe things are actually turning work. around. Well, because De- and Dean obviously this kind of blows up in his face. But every time you know a girl asks, you know, like, hey, can we go talk? And then he'd come back to Kaylin and be like. Hey, we're gonna have a talk. Like <laughs> I he played that, that so many times too. with her. It's so good, so good. Oh, but it makes it mean that uh, she was right to be suspicious. Yes. Um. So, uh, meanwhile, Katie, as we may recall, sabotaged things with Chris B last week. I had fully forgotten. Essentially, fully. there was so much that happened. Me too. And, and everyone's like, "Yeah, he's gonna give his rose to Jen." I'm like, "Wait, what did we? What did we miss?" I mean, we no, saw them I mean, connect. We but... did, but and then we see Jen and Chris talking, and he's like, "I have a good feeling about you. Like, I feel like taking a chance, and like, you seem like a great. Like, we have a lot of similarities." And she's like, "He definitely communicated to me that he wants to take a chance on me." Like, which he did. Meanwhile, Katie has been like moping around. Like, it seems like they haven't really fully reconnected since the Jen date. So, like, right. the momentum is seeming in favor of Jen. Um, Katie then goes over to chat with Chris. And is like, I want to figure out where your head is. And also, I want to tell you, you that I'm 100% in for you. And I was like, I think you should have started with, <laughs> I'm really going for it I'm with 100%. you. Yeah. And not with, so how do you feel about me? <laughs> oh, by the way, also, I love I'm you. I'm into you. Definitely. Um, and he doesn't commit one way or the other. Unlike right. Blake, he doesn't, you know promise anything well i actually think now knowing like how the rose ceremony fared out that chris handled it with gravitas like i thought he you can tell he's like learned a lot from his mistakes in the past and he's like 32 you know he's got his shit together um i did think that he was just trying to like be open and nice on both sides but not in like a smarmy way and i think i agree he really wanted to actually stress test katie the way that jpj unsuccessfully tries to stress test tasha he's like I'm no longer sure that she's fully into me, so I'm not just going to, like, right. go right back to her and be like, all is forgiven. I'm going to wait and see if she then starts to, like, look for her rose in other places or, like, if there was a reason that she wanted to distance herself from me. And right. finally, he's like, all right, like, I've got all the info. I'm going to think about it until the very moment that I <laughs> hand out a rose. Thank you both very much for your applications. <laughs> Um, I'll be reviewing in the next coming hours. I mean, it must be nice at least to, like, get a response back within a couple hours. Yeah. You know? like he's got two beautiful girls, by the way. Jen is so hot. She's so so hot. hot. I actually don't know how most people didn't go after her when she walked out. She really is. I mean, and and a few of them say this, but she really is, like, one of the most stunning people to be on television. No, but I think that she actually kind of, like, hurt herself, too, by putting all her eggs in the crisp basket. I think there were other people on the beach who would have been interested. How could they not have been? When she walked down, I was like, Oh, everyone was talking about... But then she, like, was like, Chris... You and I are mature adults and we're going to, like, have a mature adult relationship that leads to marriage. And Chris was like, sorry, like, I went back to the other girl and she didn't have anyone else on the line. She could have – I feel like she could have hooked someone else. Um, But it's – now that we spoiled all of that, it's time to hand out roses. But first, there's going to be a big, shocking rule change. You won't even believe it. Demi's handing out a rose. Remember Whoa. how Demi and Christian are here? Whoa. I was wondering, like, how they're going to handle the lesbians and, like, they have to treat <laughs> them like equals. And I was just like, I was like, but is Christian going to be the guy? Because Demi's the female contestant. 
Right. So I thought it was a little weird that now Demi's on that side. And what, is she not going to choose Christian ever? Yeah, because what's she going to do? Be like, Derek? Derek's handing out a rose this <laughs> that week. That would have been the best twist would have been ever. Wild. And then someone else has to choose Christian. Like, the Just, producers aren't thinking long term about this. They I clearly know. do the easy, easy choice. But they're like tiptoeing around the gay community. They're like, how do we make them feel equal? Oh, my God, we can't make it. This is our first and only chance to accept gays. And we will we never again do never it. Never again. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, it just doesn't like it's like you can change the rules and give Demi a rose. But like. That doesn't work them into the formula of the show right, at all, really. Like, just exempt them from the whole thing and have yeah. them, like, be behind the bar with Wells. <laughs> yeah. Like, call it a day. They're out now. They're just yeah. done. They're just, like, the 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 beach bunnies, like, yeah. I'm sure they will margaritas. be at the top of every rose ceremony because there's no longer tension. Exactly. Yeah. So Demi gives her rose to Christian, Dylan to Hannah, Clay to Nicole, Mike to Sydney, Dean to Kaylin, Blake to Christina, Derek to Tasha. JPJ is has little... A little twitch. Uh, JPJ to Haley, poor Tajwan, and Chris Bukowski to Katie. Yeah. So, uh, Caitlin, Taj, and Jen, all the new ladies out of here. How surprised were you that Chris B chose Katie over Jen? I was surprised, even though I think we've seen some proposal-like clips that suggest to me that it's possible they get engaged. Yeah. But, like, I was so swept up in, like, the Jen momentum that I was like, he's definitely going to fuck Katie out of this rose. Like, don't yeah. do it, Chris. And then, Maybe uh, like him so a lot more, surprised. though. Like, he's looking for that solid yeah. me too. relationship. I think Maybe. he actually is. I think so, too. I think yeah. he's actually here for, for the, the right, right reasons. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> He's legitimately like, I fucked up so many times on past seasons that this might actually be my only chance to find (laughs) a wife, and I've got to do it right. They can't fit another season in that lower third of his anyway, (laughs) so this has to be the one and the done. Did you see that they changed it to Bachelor Series regular? (laughs) Oh, Chris. It's awesome. It's awesome. Him and Nick Vile, man. Him and Nick Vile. Um, So we leave, though, on a cliffhanger despite this rose ceremony because Dean and Kaylin are like, nuzzling and being cute when suddenly he's like all right let's go talk and she knows it's bad yeah immediately it's never good we're gonna take a quick break but when we get back we break down a whole lot more with darren carp if you want to bring coziness into your life uh and i mean who doesn't? <laughs> Turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite Lux home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort as their collection of ultra soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. And their products make the perfect gifts too. I would certainly love to be given something from Barefoot Dreams. I just acquired the robe and it is like the softest robe I have ever put on my body. It's so cozy. It's so warm. It's beautiful. It has a nice drape and weight to it. I wear it whenever I have the opportunity. I just want to wear it constantly. And I think everyone should have that kind of comfort and coziness in their lives. For Love to See It with Emma and Claire listeners, you can get 15% off of your first purchase at barefootdreams.com. 
with the code LTSI15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams' soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life. And I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some pretty delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, high Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, (laughs) you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really like elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it. So comfortable, so chic. Also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. 
Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for 3 weeks and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. Before we get back to the show, do you need more Here to Make Friends? Check out our video series at youtube.com slash HuffPost. It's a little different from the podcast. Every week we highlight standout moments from each episode and award superlatives. You can find us at youtube.com slash HuffPost or at HuffPost.com. Also, we are coming back to New York City next week for another live show. We'll be at the Gramercy Theater on Wednesday, September 4th, and we'll be joined by the amazing Phoebe Robinson of Two Dope Queens to talk about another vintage episode from bachelor history season one episode three that's right it's going to be a totally different show if you've come to live shows of ours in the past each one is unique and beautiful in its own way and this one is really going to be high on the drama and high on the fun uh derek peth and michael garofola are going to join us for some games it'll be a good time we'll put those links in the show notes and now back to the show Night two, uh, Dean is sitting Kaylin down while everyone watches from the Rose Palapa. Which is just brutal. I mean, she even says, she's like, remember, it's still my birthday. I yeah. know. And he's like, technically it is past midnight, yeah. so he's this like, is going he's down. He's like, look, I have already given you the basket of cake. Right, yeah. and which is enough. Yeah. We did your birthday. What else That's do you over yeah. now. Um, and he's like, I didn't expect to like you as much as I do, but I'm really cautious because of my history on this show. I know I won't be able to get where you need me to be by the end of this. And if we just keep going, we're going to like each other so much more and it'll be so much harder. So I'm going to go home. This just made me really sad. I think it gave me terrible flashbacks to awful, brutal breakups where mm. you're just like trying to... You also have no choice. In yeah, matter. you have no yeah. control. And this person... 
it but it's almost like giving you going great. the illusion yeah. of control by by making arguments that you feel like you can counter. You're like, right. oh, well, you're saying I feel this way, but I but I don't. I don't. So right, like, it, no, like, it, I don't it, mind living in a van. Maybe right, well, exactly. I it, love vans. It like provokes <laughs> the instinct. <laughs> it provokes the instinct to want to like bargain with the person. Right. And I have been that person, and it sucks because it never feels good when you no. feel like the other person won't fight for it. And you're like, why yeah. am I creating excuses right. like to be oh, with this awful. person? It's yeah. awful. It's awful. Um, so and on her birthday Kaylin is like well I hoped you would try a little harder but like alright everyone's watching you this just broke up with me very humiliating yes um, Dean just like leaves. pieces out just leaves just leaves um, which honestly is the move if he was gonna end yeah. it with Kaylin he needed to leave uh, obviously yeah, yeah. Um, I thought there might be a more extended goodbye sequence, but no, he takes yeah. off. So. He doesn't even say bye to anyone. He doesn't even pack up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, goodbye. Um, and That being said, he lives in a van. He's probably very, he probably doesn't have a lot of stuff. Yeah, That's he true. also, he knows how to grab and go. He's he like, did. I've got all my outfits right here in my cargo pants. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, I don't need anything. Change your underwear, I'm good. The next day, Kaylin is just sobbing. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. I and, feel for her. And JPJ is sobbing because. We're laughing. I'm not sure. <laughs> Or laughing. I can't tell, Claire. He's emitting a lot of feelings and high-pitched noises while covering his face with his hands. Hyena-ish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's him crying. I'm confused. And JPJ tells Blake, like, I've been looking for my wife since I was 18, man. Later, this number gets perverted a little bit. But <laughs> that he's is what been he on a mission yes. ever since he was legally old enough to wed. And he's 24. It still hasn't happened. You know, life, There's no more time. It's tough. Yeah. Quarter of um, his life. And he's like, Haley's great, but I can't pretend that I like am into her. All I want is Tasha. He blows his nose, which is intercut, I think, pretty brilliantly with crabs scuttling into holes. Fantastic, like fantastic! I love yes. when they do this. The editors are so shady, and it's oh, my it's favorite. great. It's the best part of Paradise. Agreed. It's yeah. so winking. Yes, Bravo does a really good job of it too. Oh, Bravo is so I, I like. At I this. love the, right. I, yeah. I'm here for it. Um, meanwhile, Tasha finds a big, beautiful gift with a peony on it and just calls everyone over to open it together. <laughs> Inside is an invitation to Crystal and Chris Randone's wedding. A collective invitation. And they're all like, oh, my God, last year they were here and now they're getting married. That could be us. Holy shit. Did you guys also notice that Mike's one soundbite the entire episode was just... So Tasha calls us in because we have a she has a gift for all of us. That was the <laughs> only time he got to speak the entire episode. He also did get to say, "I'm a big corny ass dude." <laughs> yeah, because he was excited for the wedding. Stay Poor corrected. Mike. Yeah. Mike got like written off of this show. Also, what was the like, um, like the attire for the wedding? I think some they of just them went were prepared and some yeah. of them were very unprepared. They for just a went as they went. They went. I mean, I want to note that Tasha being flirty with Derek it's like everyone here looks so sweet and I'm just like my boobs are all out and I was like Tasha, your dress is white like, let's talk about that like you're wearing a white dress to a wedding and I think that's a little more important oh, I didn't even notice that that's so she drew, good she like pointed at it and I was like is that a white dress you're wearing ma'am oh, that's um, amazing that's amazing um, so they all head to this wedding which is um, just populated by Lucite Lucite and Bachelor <laughs> alums from wall to wall. Yeah. Um, and, and isn't it weird that they're also having their wedding in Fiji where, or Mexico? Like, same location. They don't travel anywhere. They just, like, 
walk out of the house and like there's the wedding ceremony. I mean, that's how it works. If you get engaged on Paradise, you have to get married in Paradise. Of course. And they were like, it's we must get married in air conditioning. So they're in sort of like a carpeted I hotel I lobby. I did appreciate that they seem to have, you know, um, gotten an upgrade from Carly and Evans. Not very cinematic, but definitely but more, more comfortable. comfortable. More comfortable, more comfortable is, is what I mean. Yeah. There was also, what, like 60 seats there? They must have had a real wedding with family before I hope that. So. Or after that. If I were I, their real friends, I would be like, The reception like, also why? looked more populated. Yeah. So. But there was like none of their friends and family at the actual, But, but like, you did see some. It was a little bit confusing. It was weird. Because I know that they do allow them at these weddings to, to invite their actual guests. Right. Like, but like, like I invited right. just my actual guests and there were 160 people well, right, there. Well, exactly. Right. It seemed so, very sparsely populated. They should invite Claire. I Listen, you're just someone yeah. I invite on a podcast I mean, and it's oh, different. God. It's... Listen, insulting, manipulative. I know, <laughs> but um, this wedding, I I would say, appears to be sponsored by Anastasia Beverly Hills. <laughs> they get some beautiful pan shots over those palettes. They do. Also, can we talk about the fact that clearly there was like a group of bachelor people that were being held at the hotel to either come on Paradise or potentially come on Paradise, but they were all allowed to come to the wedding. Yeah. Did you yeah. know that? Like Brooks Forrester was there. From Dez's season? Wow. I, I mean, didn't I knew Ben was him. there because they always so have to get a soundbite from Ben Higgins. Well, like, if he's Ben there. was, like, actually invited. Right. Right. But there are some there's people like... who are invited. There are some people who are there for Paradise and some people who are both. Like, right. Angela is, like, Crystal's best friend, I guess. Like, but, like, the fact that they showed so much of Connor and Angela at the wedding, obviously we're getting to it. It's like, of course they're going to come on Paradise. Yeah, of right. course. But also Connor okay. is certainly not BFFs with Chris He and doesn't Crystal. know any of them. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, so... Kaylin is in just going around being like, I don't want to be at this wedding. I don't want to be at a wedding because I just got dumped. This is so hard for me. It's so unfair. I'm hurting so much. I just wish Dean would walk in. Is that Connor? <laughs> oh, my God. I've been waiting for Connor ever since I walked in. He's the only guy I want to see. I've, I've And she was, like, really proud of this, too. She was like, yeah. I really pulled myself together. And I was like, Kaylin, I don't think this is actually that great of a look for you. It's uh, it's funny. I will say I interviewed Kaylin on a on my show the day before she was leaving for Bachelor in Paradise. Oh man! And I asked her, and I was like, "Who do you hope shows up?" And she said, "Connor, Dean, and Garrett." Yeah. So I was like, and I didn't think Garrett was going to be on the season. So I was like, all right. So I know that it's authentic. No, I believe talking. that. Because everyone has like a short list. Very few people come in with like just one person they want to see. We know she wanted to see Dean. I fully believe she wanted to see Connor. Yeah. However, yeah. like to first be like the sad sack at the wedding who can't even be she was cheerful. Like, ah. And then to suddenly act like it was a real you about face. We're not yes, dumped the day before. Correct. Um, like she makes out with Connor at this wedding, and I was like, "You are too sad to even be polite." Like fifteen minutes ago. But then when she makes out with him, she's like, she has a moment of clarity, and she's like, "You know, Dean and I were not meant to be." And you're right. Like it would have been bad for us. And I was like, oh, "But twelve on. minutes ago, you were come just crying on. on the sand, girl." Um, Look, nothing, nothing will get a lady to perk up than another hot dude giving her yeah. attention. And time you is know, not a I, thing in Bachelor in Paradise. Is he hot or is he just tall? All of the women seem to be having this dilemma. They're all so happy to see Connor, but they're also like, maybe he's just tall. tall. I think he might just be tall, but also he is actually my type. And That's so true. even if he I was short... He was- I would be really into him. But in terms of, like, the Bachelor aesthetic, I do think the height helps. Yes. yes. Um, but in terms of my personal desires, I think he's very cute. Yes. yes. 
Demi does the best impression of him. So, oh yeah, <laughs> well, yeah I know we're oh, getting so to it. I, I don't want to spoil anything, but she does the best impression. Of him. So, okay, okay. so meanwhile, we have a couple pieces of drama brewing. Clay is at this wedding with his new girl Nicole. However, his ex of eight months, who he had apparently a very emotional breakup with pretty recently, is going to be a bridesmaid at this wedding. She's best friends with Crystal. She gives a speech. Sweating yeah. bullets. Also, it seems like she's the only person in the bridal party. Like, this whole wedding was just designed for drama. Correct. It had nothing to do with. Because it's like Chris comes down the aisle, a flower girl, Angela, and the, the But then couple. when you actually, when they pan to a shot of everyone standing up there, there were other people. We just didn't see them. We don't see it, was, it was not, the also, continuity wasn't Angela quite there. walks down the aisle like she is on. Of a lingerie catwalk, I like mean, she's she like is. swaying her hips. Girl she's knows how to walk. Smirks to she's the Victoria's side. Secret. She yeah. knows Clay is sitting there. Oh yeah, and Clay also, is shooting side her side eye. <laughs> is so funny. Like he's like, I'm afraid of her sexuality right now. <laughs> she it's looks too great, strong. Though. She's beautiful. She's a gorgeous, Do gorgeous we woman. Count eight months as a serious relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we believe also, it was serious. Yeah. I also think that like. Especially it, in it, Bachelor Nation, it's and, and I think in general, like, the amount of time, it do, it's not necessarily, like, it doesn't always kind of line up. Things can get very intense very quickly. They can also extend for a long time and not be In their intense. case, it's pretty clear that it was intense because they yeah. did at least talk about houses and houses babies. Houses and babies. Of course. Yeah. Of course. That's pretty intense. And also, like, eight months, like, that's, that's a significant in amount of time. Nation, that's yeah. nine years. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And uh, also going on, um, JPJ has started to notice that maybe thanks in part to the Rose, but like he's like Derek swooping in on Tasha. Yeah. And I don't like it because Derek is creepy. He's like the guy who graduated high school and he keeps hanging around. Derek is just trying to swoop in because he lost Demi and I have to take out the trash when it starts to smell like this shit. This just seemed to come kind of out of nowhere. Absolutely out of nowhere. I've never seen him be aggressive, JPJ, towards very... anyone or anything. I didn't even think he could string a sentence together like in full Form without laughing. It up. Also, how he's can Derek be the creepy guy? Like he's the same age as Chris. He's the same age as Mike. He's the same age as Clay. He's also he's, like a, like a real nice person. Like he's actually yeah. like a really sweet guy, and he's yeah. like an adult. He's not really dramatic in any sort of way. And like, I'm, and he got engaged off Bachelor in Paradise. Exactly. Like he took it seriously. That was graduation. Yeah. And now he's back. <laughs> he's back. back for more. He's like, yeah. hey kids, can I buy you some liquor? <laughs> um, at this open bar <laughs> yeah, at this right. wedding. Yeah, right. That actually neither he nor JPJ get to attend half of. That's right. So first, Tasha. Uh, <laughs> JPJ approaches Tasha like they're sitting down for the ceremony and he starts basically trying to get her to say like you're into me and not and not Derek and right? Tasha is like look this is a fucking wedding can you stop yeah she says John I really don't want to engage with this right now and that's how you know it's like the opposite of most people you know people are angry with him when they only use his first name <laughs> yes not first and last you're right exactly yeah um, and she, you know, she kind of puts the lid on it, but he's not satisfied. The anger is going to burst out at some inappropriate moment or another. He's really getting heated. Yeah. Um, we see, like, the whole wedding, basically. I want to call out at least one moment, which is that they do a smudging ceremony. What was that? Them. That was weird. 
I just am, and like everyone's laughing, and Chris Harrison's cracking jokes, and I'm like, I'm just over stuff like smudging ceremonies, which are like real rituals from like marginalized cultures being used as like a kind of goofy like thing yeah, like people do to seem like more weird. interesting. Yeah, and it's like hippie-ish. Yeah. It was pretty lame. Gross. Uh, and then they do their vows, and uh, and they're married. Uh, congrats to, to Goose. Goose and Crystal. Yeah. I mean, she looked beautiful. Crystal she looked, looked great. gorgeous. Actually, Goose looked... No, I don't they, find him attractive. No, but they both looked great. They both looked very happy. We yeah. are very happy for them. Yes. I feel yeah. like he'd fixed his hairline a little bit. Yes. He definitely got a yeah. very tight haircut. <laughs> I saw that. Very tight. Um, and uh, so now they have a little sort of cocktail hour before the reception where everyone mingles. Uh, we see at one point Katie introducing John Paul Jones to Chris's family. Very yeah. odd. I was like, how does Katie know Chris's family? Um and then she pulls JPJ aside to talk, and he's just like, Derek is full of shit, man. I've been going after Tasha for weeks. I'm so serious about her. And Derek has described multiple times taking advantage of his fans sexually. And a man that takes advantage of women because of his very temporary fame doesn't strike me as a man of integrity. It's just so the opposite of Derek, and maybe it's because I know him. Yeah. But just it's like, just, it was I don't weird. think Derek has even said the word sex. Like, he's just so, he's like such a nice guy. But it's also, so weird. also, how many of these people have hooked up with someone who like slid into their DMs? All of them. Ben Higgins' girlfriend is literally a fan, a, a fan whose DMs he slid into. I mean, let's not forget Sarah Hyland slid yeah. into Wells's DMs, yeah. and now they're engaged. I know lots of non-famous people who met Fame. via DMs. Like it's like it's he kind met of a, people, a he met women on Tinder. Now. It's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, come on, man. Right. So, if he has, if there is a genuine substantial criticism that he's making, he's not articulating it very well. Yeah. Like to be clear. If we thought that Derek had fucked up in this situation, we would say it. Just because he's been on this podcast does not exempt him from our commentary. I want to be really clear on it that. It doesn't exempt him from my right, commentary. Right, yeah. I right, would totally exactly. say it. I would totally say it. But this felt really out of left field. and He had no real... argument to make. And also, yeah. if JPJ feels that Derek is someone who generally takes advantage of, advantage of women, why does he only want to say that when the woman he's interested right. in. Like, does he care about so all the other women on the He beach? does a weird thing where he sits down with Demi, who is like, Derek has been incredibly nice. kind and supportive to me. So and actually, like, no, I don't find him right. to be weird at all. She was just like, she looked at him like this. But also, John Paul Jones, like, Maybe Tasha likes who Derek is. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you for not listening to her. Yeah. Like, Demi's like, is she I so like stupid <laughs> that she can't pick who she wants? Like, no, that's the thing. This is the like, first women time can speak I've for themselves. Ever understood fully the phrase "white knight," which is an annoying thing that, M- that? MRAs, uh, oh, like accuse, a white knight in shining armor yeah. kind of thing, accuse gotcha, gotcha. like feminist men of like white knighting, white yeah. knighting. Like, oh, you're just trying to swoop in to protect these women so that they will like have sex with you, and like you're not really letting them stand on their own two feet. JPJ has never ascertained from Tasha that she doesn't like Derek's attention. He's also never and, ascertained that she likes him. Right. Never. So he's here protecting, quote unquote, Tasha from something that she eagerly sought out. Right. Hey. And certainly did not ask to be protected. On from. her own. Yeah. We don't need you to help us. And like he has this whole conversation with Demi where he's like, Derek's a creep. And if I'm Demi, I'm like, so you didn't give a shit about that when like 
Derek and I seem well, like we were related. Well, that's what I mean. Why is his care only directed when it's someone that he is sexually interested well, in? Well, I mean, we all know the reason. Well, for we that. know the but reason. Yes. But I'm, I'm saying if you are coming at this. He had no leg to stand on. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and you can see that in the arguments. Yeah. So it's still the middle of the cocktail hour, and JPJ is like, I'm going for Derek. <laughs> he just wants drama for his podcast. He has yeah. got a podcast, everyone, and that's all he cares about. I'm going to head over and confront him. Also, I love the idea of drama being manufactured for a recap show. Yes. Just incredible. Oh, man. So, so great. Good. Also, because the most awkward thing for Derek, I feel like, is having to recap the parts that he's involved in. Right. Like, it would be the best if he could just be like, oh, yeah, I was there while that drama was going down and, like, you didn't see me, but, like, here's my inside perspective. <laughs> when it comes up, like, stuff with him, he's just like, yeah, well. But JPJ is <laughs> single-handedly responsible for probably them quadrupling their downloads. At oh, least for that episode. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's just, like, incredible. He heads over and he's like, I want to know what your intentions are with Tasha. I know your podcast is a big part of your life and you've asked me to come on the show multiple times, even though I've never expressed any interest. You've told me you've used your fame to take advantage of your followers sexually. And at this point, Derek starts being like, whoa, like, what? what, like, what where no. did this come from? He's like, what is happening? He's like, you can't b- just bulldoze through that allegation. Like, you have to, like, let like, me speak. And right. JPJ will not let him speak. He just keeps going, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't like, insult my intelligence, Derek. Derek. I love that he keeps saying Derek. It like Derek. makes it so real. Yeah. It's like you take advantage of women. Get out of my sight. And and he keeps saying like, just name one thing I said that's wrong. But he will not leave a gap in between sentences. <laughs> so like that Derek can be like, it is wrong that I take advantage of women sexually. It is an effective strategy. He's like, oh, you didn't say it. You, you didn't, didn't say, say it's silence, false. Right? I got my accusation on the record, and you didn't get your rebuttal on the record. So guess, guess who I'm won right. that argument? Yeah, it's like gotcha tactics. It's very like Fox News talk show. I expected show-ass. more from John. I was so disappointed. I expected Me too, a lot more I actually, from John. I actually like him, and I thought that this just. And it was didn't cool do him a... any favors, yeah. and there yeah. was a way for him, even if he had, a, let's say, a genuine concern or Derek had said something that he was like, that's kind of gross. He could have gone to him. He could have gone to Derek and expressed that immediately, first of all. And he also could have gone to Tasha and be like, look, I have really strong feelings for you, and I want to know where you're at. And like, He could have been adult about it. Yeah, He's and been I looking think for that, his wife right, And I think that like I'm a better match for you <laughs> than these other guys. And also not for nothing, why did you bring it up at a wedding? Yeah, yeah everyone, the bride You're and wedding. groom are like, what's going on? Tasha's crying. I mean, he's caused an enormous dramatic scene at a wedding to promote someone else's podcast. <laughs> like, why? Best promo ever for it. I love that Tasha like, goes behind a wall because she, like, can't say. She's like, I just can't deal with this. I kind of felt bad, though, because everyone was like, oh, my God, Derek and, and John are getting into it. But Derek wasn't getting into it. I know. Derek was they were like, Calm. wow, so much drama that Derek and John Paul yeah. Jones are causing. I know, like, it's like, Derek's like just standing there. Is Derek's just, just sitting there it. being yeah. like, so none of what you said is true and like, please stop. Stop. stop? Yeah, right. Um, so at this point, Goose and Crystal are like, thank you for coming. Um, most of you have to leave now. But they delivered that, that so, so weirdly. It's like, we got a table and you're going to be partying at this table. So if I call your name going to the table. It's like, it's just like, it took me like like five minutes recruitment. It took me five minutes to realize that it meant everyone else had to leave. I guess it also took them five five minutes minutes. to realize. Yeah. That was the producer's call though because they pulled everything so perfectly. You know, Kaylin saying behind to be with Connor and like And Christina too. Exactly. And then Mike to 
I don't do even know. know. I don't even right. know. Right. Like, it seems, some of them made sense. I mean, I think so, also, like, Clay is actually friends with them. Clay so of stays. Gonna and then be Nicole there. generates this whole conspiracy theory where, like, Angela had influence over who I'm got like, to stay. I don't think Angela was choosing this. Let's just remember the whole reason Clay knows Angela is that he is very good friends with the, the married couple. couple. They introduced them. Who yeah. introduced them. I think that's probably why they this, wanted him at their reception. Nicole's react, not that I loved her before, but Nicole's <laughs> reaction to this made me hate her. Yeah, it was really bad. Why always really blame bad. the girl? Why do yeah. girls do that? Why is she Angela has no obligation yeah. to you. Well, she exactly. doesn't owe you shit. Like, and Clay, Clay owes you shit. Clay broke exactly. this woman's heart, and you're acting like she has an obligation to like make you comfortable, make you feel good, make you feel comfortable. I hate that when women do that. It is a pet peeve of mine, and I don't understand it. No, I agree. Yeah. It re- it really really rubbed me the wrong way, and I do actually really like Nicole, and so it made me sad to see her leaning so heavily on shit-talking Angela, who... What did she do other than date Clay? She was like, well, she didn't even say hi to me at the wedding. It's like, but why, why would she? Why she's would also she? in the bridal party. Yeah. Why would she say hi to you? Like, like, you, in theory, you got the guy. And why wouldn't and she's you say heartbroken. hi to her? Right. right. And so it's on her to, like, make, you make her day even worse exactly. to make you comfortable. I'm so happy she's back on Patrick. I also want to talk about another gross thing that was involved in the Angela and, and Clay narrative, which was all oh. the women being like, Angela has a total revenge body. She lost so much much weight that was extremely gross i thought she was super not that weight has anything to do with it but i just always thought she looked great she does i mean she does she's extremely beautiful and also like look sometimes i didn't even notice the weight loss you do (laughs) not either like but like this like really really struck a chord with me um because i went through a breakup last year and did end up losing quite a bit of weight afterwards because i was extremely depressed and stopped drinking for a while because it was making me more depressed and also like just really scheduled my day to like literally get me through the day and started exercising more because it got me out of my head and into my body right and then realized I had lost weight which is Again, like it's fine to lose weight, to not lose weight, whatever. Just the reasons behind it. But when people then give you a ton of compliments, it feels very odd because like I always feel the need to explain when someone's like, you look great. I'm like, honestly, thank you. That's really kind. Also, this was sparked from like kind of a mental health crisis. And, and, And so you don't know why someone's body might be changing one way or the other. And it really speaks to how much our culture privileges thinness when like that is considered like the prize like oh you're miserable and heartbroken and dealing with a lot but you lost weight but you lost weight so that's that's great but it's also also, someone described it in our mentions as as super triggering and I agree with that because like regardless of why it's happening like which you can't know um there are these really perverse incentives. Lots of women yes. have really messed up relationships with to like food. with food and exercise, and like that really reinforces that when you yes. when you change your habits and for some reason in some way you lose weight, maybe you're even sick, and people start giving you enormous yeah, amounts no, of like exactly. positive no, it's, feedback. It's really it's like, what did I look like before? Well, what did yeah. I look like before? And also like. You know, I'm and now just, I have to like maintain, have to maintain that, that yeah. in like, order I, I to be will, valued. I will say, I also have like gained a little bit of that weight back because you know I'm happier again, and yeah. I am going out for meals more, and I am drinking, and right. like again in a healthy way, and that's good. And, and, and pick, so to feel like, oh, if I don't maintain mm-hmm. some level where right, people now you're will fat compliment for some me, reason. Yeah. or or that fatness is it's bad, bad, mm-hmm. or that like 
it's just it's it so reinforces this idea that women's bodies and specifically women's white thin bodies are what make them valuable Mm -hmm. and it's really it's just for a whole bunch of reasons it's really fucked up and piggybacking on that like if she lo- I don't know if she lost a ton of weight or not because I always like, thought she looked I, yeah, good. I don't but also, know. like, if she wanted to, maybe it had nothing to do with fucking clay. Yeah. Maybe she just wanted to work out more. It's also just drinking. like, don't talk about people's bodies, maybe. And it Wait, makes me angry Especially because... around the, a man. Like, yeah. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just her fucking, like, right. whatever. Maybe she just went sober for a month. Like, Honestly, Jesus Christ. They could have, and this is what makes me mad about this show, like, frequently, is, like, those women said that, and I don't love it, but, like, there Why'd is you so much it? stuff that ends up on the fucking cutting room floor. Right, Why that. was that shown? Like, that's gross. It's terrible. Um, but so everyone heads back to the beach so that Nicole can have this freak out about Angela. Um, and meanwhile, uh, the rest of the gang is at the wedding where uh, Blake is miserable. Christina's trying to get her flirt on with Everyone's Connor. telling Blake, like, dude, you should probably just go home. And yeah. he's like, yeah, but like, I don't know. I think I'm, yeah, I'm going to stay. Everyone had said that. <laughs> just, just leave. He's yeah, like, you really can't like, win at this just point. Go, he's just like, just leave. Kevin's like, like just go. go. Yeah. Um, I fully related to Blake in this way where it's like everyone is like your misery has a solution and it's right in front of you and you need to do it. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. But like, man, my life sucks, right? I hate this. Can you listen to me talking about it for a while? Maybe that's fully a me move. Um, And then they're just like, why don't you just fix it? Like I told you. He just Um, wants to complain. (laughs) Fair. uh, And um, Clay decides that he... And Angela need to talk. There's actually a revealing moment where Mike and Clay are talking and Mike is like, wow, there are a ton of beautiful women here. And Clay is like, well, just my girlfriend. And Mike is like, your ex-girlfriend. And Clay's like, yeah, yeah, ex-girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, totally, for sure. I'm going to go talk to her outside alone. I mean, this is the first time that they're seeing each other since their breakup. Like, that's that's really loaded. It's it's very loaded. And I'm glad that they spoke. And, like... You know, uh, having Tasha be Nicole's best friend and like spying on them, I was like, "I'm sorry, but if you trust the boy or this man that you think that you could spend the rest of your life with, then trust him to handle the breakup." And also, they had an eight month relationship. They're allowed like, to speak. They're allowed yeah. to have a conversation. I'm You're sorry. allowed to be friends if, with your exes. Jesus if, if, Christ! You if don't I own was, a person exactly. And if I was the ex girlfriend in that situation, and my ex of you know a few months and we had dated for almost a year was like, well, I can't speak to you because I've been dating another woman for 10 days. Like, what the fuck? I don't yeah. feel like that's not going to last. That's right. the most insecure relationship ever. But I do want to say it does not seem to me like Clay is over the relationship. I think he's confused about why he ended it. And I think Annalise was right. Like, Annalise... She was kind of right. Handled, handled that so badly. She Her delivery is terrible. Well, her she timing was, and her timing is terrible. I didn't mean to do it before their date. Debbie's like... But, but you, you did, did it before the day. Yeah, so, like, why did you do that? And she's like, I don't know. Things happen. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. But the content was seemingly accurate. I mean, Clay even says, like, I still yeah, you're, look, yeah. I... Doesn't go away. He's yeah. like, and, yeah, it was kind of selfish for me to come here, but I wanted to. I, he, he was really strange. He was like, I still care for you. Yeah. I still care for you. He put his hand you. on her leg. I'm sorry. He's not over her. They ISO'd <laughs> that. Did you even yeah. notice? Like, they didn't even have the people. They were just like, hand on leg. Yeah. Like, they wanted Nicole to see that when yeah. she rewatches this. So good. I mean, it's just. Editor, so shady. Brilliant editing. I I just was like, Clay, I'm very confused about your reasoning here. He was like, I wanted to, like, get married to you. But then I got distracted by trying to get drafted or, like, get signed by an NFL team. 
And so I had to be alone. And then very quickly after that, I selfishly decided to go on Paradise. And I'm like, I don't really see how this all links into it's, a coherent experience of a relationship. Like, yeah. like he freaked out because his football career ended. Right. And so he was like, I must reevaluate my life. Maybe I don't want to marry her. I have to end it. And then was like, well, what am I doing? I, I guess I should go on Paradise. Right. Right. Good Make exposure. that money. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he can start a podcast. Like, I think I'm he, sure he was. was right. I think he came on maybe for kind of the wrong reasons and trying to make a take a next step and find a little bit of like not stability, but like the closest substitute he had for stability after not getting on a roster. And now here he is being like, should I have stayed with Angela or yeah. am I in love with sexy looks like J-Lo in his eyes, Nicole? Right. Um, and I am. Nicole's reaction to it really killed it for me. I feel I was really annoyed with her. Yeah, it was bad luck. She was literally like, I hate Angela. And I was like, but why? Why? Like, you really have no reason. Like, you're going to blame this person for dating before you even dated him and finding the guy that you find attractive attractive. Like, when when my friends or people will say that my girlfriend's attractive, I'm like, thank you. I agree with you. That's why I date her. Yeah. <laughs> if I didn't find her attractive, I probably wouldn't be dating her. So it makes sense that other people would find yeah. her attractive. Like I've like fully resented other women <laughs> yes. that my like ex had dated or like whatever, but I've never been like I hate them. I hate that vile bitch. She's yeah. interested in a man that I find attractive like, and that's a weird thing for her to do. Like it's what? so ownershipy. I yeah. hate that. Yeah. Like you don't and, own like retroactively ownership. Like, yeah. like she should never have been in a relationship before. Right. Whereas she was like playing three people against each other just like last week. Look, time moves quickly on on Paradise. It does. There is no time. There is no time. It's It's a flat circle. Uh, Meanwhile, JPJ um, is like, I can't talk anymore about what happened with Derek. I'm so drained. Like, I don't want to revisit it. But I am going to go over to the bar where Derek is talking alone with his good friend Wells. And I'm going to start shit again and then not let him say anything again. I took out the trash, man. Feel good. I took out the trash. I was like, first off, you're calling Derek trash, which, like, no matter what, isn't accurate. Like, he's literally done nothing. Like, Tasha's not complaining about who he is. It's not a Blake situation where you had Kaylin and Christina, like, kind of be like, he was exposed. You know what I mean? Like, Derek didn't do anything that's... That we've... Nothing that we've seen. Nothing that's underhanded. Everyone was just like, so JPJ ruined our night. Right. Right. And now Derek is, like, still here and nothing has changed. And JPJ is like, I took out the trash. I handled that situation. He's, he says Derek is the frat boy of The Bachelor what? world. What? And just wants to gossip to his podcast audience. I'm like, he can po- gossip to his podcast audience without dating Taysha. But like, how, is he, how is he the frat boy and also, like, this, like, loser high school kid? And if you're going to take, if you're going to look at, like, a stereotype. He has a lot of metaphors. If you're going to take a look at a stereotype of a frat boy. It's JPJ, yeah. not Derek. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like a surfer bro, like, oh, dude, I just want to drink beers. Like, that's the stereotype. Yeah, Derek does not really fit any sort of frap. He doesn't give me that stereotype. vibe at all. Like, yeah. no. He doesn't give me a vibe um, at all. So JPJ is just like, I stand by everything I said. Everything I said was factual. And, like, Derek is like, look, we are monologuing again. You just ambush me in front of all these people. Can we, like, actually go talk? And JPJ is like, no, we're done. Don't approach me again. <laughs> Like, like, Derek has approached him at never, any point. Never. He's never gone up to him, asked him one question. Never, um, not once. And Derek's just like, 
what the fuck, man? Like, I, you have not showed any interest in what I've been through. Like, I've had a really rough time here and you didn't, like, ask me about it at all or talk to me. And, like, and now you're just, like, out of nowhere just coming at me. Like, she, I didn't even know you liked Tasha that much because, like, we all talked about who we were into right. before the road ceremony. And you, and you never didn't mention her. Um, and clearly they're not good friends, so they're not confiding in each other. Right. But yeah. then Derek owes JPJ nothing. Right. Owes him nothing. Although when those two girls come over to the bar and Wells is like, did you know that JPJ was in a tation? And like, they're like, oh, oh yeah, of course. And I was like, oh, shit. But also probably because they talked to Tasha, of course, and they're friends with Tasha. Of course, I, just I mean, was I, like, did, oh. I did think it was it was pretty funny that Derek's like, wait, I missed also, this entire like, thing. Here's the thing: Tasha initiated it, so like right. it's almost not really relevant whether he knew because if Tasha prefers him, then how is it respectful to Tasha to defer to the other JPJ guy who peed does on her not first? Own her. It's gross. Exactly. I felt like Derek, if Tasha had an approach, probably would have just been really sad and just been like the like yeah. sad to see Demi. Not, like, happy for her, but just sad to watch it. And he would have just, like, been a really sweet, kind guy. He was not predatory. Oh, yeah. Like, nothing about him is predatory. He was just, like, chilling, being like, well, at least I'm here with all my friends on a beach in Mexico. (laughs) Right. He was getting buried, like, in the sand, drinking by himself. Like, come on now. Uh, So JPJ's like, well, I took care of that. Dust hands off. Um and uh, this was such a manic conversation. It was oh. a mess. And so it's time for another day in paradise. Weddings in the rearview mirror. And Kaylin is just chilling, eating an avocado from a plate with an enormous serving spoon, as you do. As you do. And I she's mean... like, "I hope I see Connor come down that step, the stairs." And he certainly does. Exactly that. Ding ding. Perfect and of timing. course, Kaylin and Christina, who seem to have exactly the same taste in men. So that yeah. was what I was going to come back to because notice at that wedding, the sound by Christina was like, it's weird that she, this is like the third or fourth time that Kaylin is hooked up with the guy that she had hooked up with. Like there was Dean, there was Blake, Dean, there Blake was Connor. And Connor. Yeah, yeah, it was just like, I oh, think they shit. just like the same, same guy. people. And I think they're a similar enough type that those yeah, guys like, like them, them back. Too. Like a lot of those guys are kind of like studs in Bachelor Nation who have a lot of options. And they're both like and Christina pretty, and Kaylin are both beautiful and brunette. Yeah. Pretty brunette. <laughs> like it, it, like they're kind of similar types. Yeah. Like it makes sense. Maybe a little bit schemey. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Some men like that. Yeah. You know, they're like, dramatic. Like, none of us are saints. We all have men who are into our particular kinds of flaws or women, you know, for example. Definitely. For, ex- for example. <laughs> for example. Hey, we got to be nice to the gay community now. We're Listen, We've made this is an inclusive, inclusive podcast, podcast, which yeah. is why we invited you, and we're so sorry about that. Are you more or less inclusive than Bachelor in Paradise has been? That's the question. We aim honestly, to be more. Honestly, I think, though, less probably, because look at the strides they've taken this season. It's a hallmark we all aspire to. They have a black man. And they have a lesbian. This yeah. is that's it. That's all you need. Award-winning content. Yeah. They let them be there, and they won't put them on screen. But that's fine. <laughs> but they are there. Um, Just remember, so they're somewhere. They're somewhere. Connor uh, talks to Kaylin and Christina. They both had connected with him at the wedding. Yes. Although Connor didn't seem to really connect with Christina. She is definitely laying it on thick She's with him. She's with him. so happy you're here. And he's like, uh, oh, cool. Really? Yeah. He has a similar... Uh, verbal affect to JPJ. JPJ. Yeah, he, he really does. But it bothers me a little bit less with him. Uh, well, it's less extreme. Maybe yeah, it's, it's less extreme. It's less extreme. goofy. I just yeah. think he doesn't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're both 24, though, yeah, so there is that. But, you know, Connor's tall. 
Connor's yeah, tall. Christina's like, he has a presence about him. Maybe it's the height. The height. <laughs> it is the height. I Best love quote. That. I Best love quote that. of the day. But she's like, not no apologies for that. I'm into right. it. Yeah. But Connor asks Kaylin on the date. Christina is like, God damn it. Um, but Caitlin and Connor are heading off to strip down. It's the Evan and Carly date. Yep. The body painting date. Yes. And afterwards they this have. was a little bit sexier than Evan and Carly. I thought, it, this, I thought it was sexy. Evan and Carly's sexy. dates that were all the least sexy yeah. variant of Which is why I love the least sexy. That's why I love them I as love a couple. Them. They're it's beautiful. Amazing. It's like really watching my own courtship on TV. <laughs> I would never be involved in a situation like Caitlin and Connor Guys, in any context. I was on board with this. I was like, that looks kind of hot. It looked hot. Yeah. I was Sorry. totally into that date. All I was so into it. I was into it. All so I could think it. about was how much paint they were getting in their mouths. There so much. Was that. It must have been non-toxic. And they avoided their eyes, which for me would have been bad. Because... But they were just like paint on the mouths, oh, yeah. tongues in each other's Look, mouths. you got to make it around. you got to. You're just. I'm you just gotta. saying. You I do don't want paint in my do. mouth. Right. It's disgusting. <laughs> Even if it's non-toxic, it doesn't taste good. Um. And afterwards, they have a drink, and Kaylin says, you know, I'm really glad that I met you. Like, she's really excited that she's moved on from Dean from yesterday <laughs> and that she's met someone who has a shit together who doesn't live in a van. Right. And Connor's like, I want us to both be really honest and she's like totally. That's I'm very foreshadowing honest. for the future. When totally. Oh yeah. And then he's like, "I'm glad that Dean left," and she says, "I am too." But don't worry, he'll be back. He's definitely gonna come <laughs> back, and they're definitely gonna end up together. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Clay um, is dealing with the fallout of his little backslide into speaking to Angela. <laughs> yeah. No. Horrendous. Awful. How dare he? I mean, I think Tasha has a point, um, which is you know Nicole is her friend. Nicole is invested in Clay. It kind of sucks for Nicole that Clay did not introduce her to Chris, the groom, that Clay didn't really, like, show her off, that Clay... I mean, if anyone should have introduced uh, Angela and Nicole, it should have been Clay. Yes. Which is why it's not Angela's fault. It's not Angela's right, no, fault. Right, no, no, it's, it's, it's Clay. on Clay. It's, it's on, on Clay. Clay. Clay did not really give the impression at the wedding that he was very committed to Nicole. And that sucks for Nicole. If I were her friend, I would be worried, too. Absolutely. Um, and so, but he's like, time to talk to Nicole about yeah. this. And he's like, I talked to Angela, and it did not go well. And she's like, what does that mean? And he says, well, Angela felt like I led her on. And Nicole says, well, did Angela ever reach out and ask to get back together? And he says, yes. And it was very difficult. And I still care about her a lot, which he repeats many, many times. But the soundbite of her being like, I'm not worried. And then it goes to her eyes. <laughs> yeah. She goes, I'm a little worried. Yeah. I'm also, more- I'm like, so no one's honest about anything. Yeah. Here. You're like, like they're very what? worried. They're, she's, she's very playing worried. She's cool. But like, of course she's worried. Uh, and also Nicole asks what Angela said about her. And of course, Angela didn't. He goes, yeah. she didn't mention your name. Nicole is like, everyone should be talking about me at all times. But, you giving know, Clay, me compliments Clay and calling says, me the bachelorette of the beach. Clay yes. says that he that he did tell Angela that he was seeing someone. Which I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any reason to believe that Clay is like a liar. No. I would I mean, not I be surprised he's... if he was sort of along the lines of like, yeah, like I'm I met someone on the beach. Yeah, she's sweet, but like I don't know. I still think about you a lot. Like there are a lot of ways he could have told true. her he was seeing Very someone. Very true, not documented. Um, and meanwhile, Tasha and Sydney are like, 
I'm not like ha- we're not happy with how he handled things last night. What if Angela comes down the steps? That might be the end of Nicole and Clay. And then Cue Angela coming <laughs> down, down, the, down steps. the steps. Oh my god, they must have paid Angela so much money because I would be like, no fucking way. Am I? I hope she's getting putting good money on a for bikini this. and going onto a beach to where my recent ex who broke my heart is dating. A yeah, new you woman. truly couldn't pay me. Do they get Absolutely all paid? Do they all get paid the same? No. So no, it depends on, like, if you're coming back or, like, a first time. Yeah, timer. and it depends how much you negotiate and what you want to negotiate. Right. And do you want a lump sum or do you want it based on, you know, days filming? Like, it's different for everyone, yeah. I think. It seems like so that's they must why Demi came back is because they really wanted her. And they were probably like, we'll pay you a ton and also we'll, uh, we'll weave your girlfriend into the storyline. Oh, yes, and yes. she was like, all right, well, in that okay. case. Poor Derek. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, the game's the game, but poor Derek. Um, and we only, like, actually we do see one little bit of Demi uh, and Christian drama during this episode, which I almost forgot, which is JPJ, like, comes over before his real <laughs> like, drama starts. And pillows. Is like, he's like, let's go hang out to Demi. And they go and, like, wrestle on a palapa. And then Christian's like, why are hell? you doing this? And yeah. Demi's like, oh, wait, what? Demi's Double like, Jones isn't even JPJ. a sexual being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is true also. It's just one of those things that's like you. there has to be some of this drama for them to be involved in the narrative. But also if I'm Christian, I'm like, you just told me that you are going to be really committed to me. And I definitely can't date anyone else here. Right. So, like, it's kind of weird that you're like bikini wrestling with dudes right in front of me and I don't love it and I was like she needed to understand though who JPJ was to understand that that is like yeah. literally the least sexual person you could get involved that's with. not how Haley feels that yeah oh that's true or Tajwan yeah. he's just a special seagull that only some shitting all over everything can... he's, <laughs> he's special for sure special for sure Special just like this episode. Thank you so much for Guys, suffering through this with uh, us, Darren. I, are we kidding? I would come back every week. I love four. I mean, the best part about Bachelor in Paradise is four hours. But don't worry. Oh God, we so we will never again ask you to yeah. be on this It was podcast. manipulative and it was insulting, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I, but I'm sure you'll be back. Yeah, like the fact that you guys called me a pigeon when I first walked in here was very insulting. The fact We're that the seagulls. Yeah. You're the pigeon. But yes. when you think about it, a pigeon and a seagull are like pretty similar. The same. So We're family. Who's to say that's an insult? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> We've grown so much during this <laughs> this hour and a half. Thank you guys for having me on. Thank this you was awesome. Thank you for coming. And now it's time for Feminism Fails. This week was a rough one on the beach. It was. We had some less than ally perfect behavior. But let's start with John Paul Jones, who takes it upon himself to, quote, unquote, protect Tasha from Derek, um, despite the fact that Tasha is very interested in Derek and does not need to be protected from him <laughs> at all. Um, this is just patronizing. It's possessive. Uh, women are allowed to decide who they're interested in dating without having their judgment questioned on very little basis. So I'm going to give that four. Then we have a little bit of a girl-on-girl crime where Nicole says that she, quote, hates Angela and thinks that Angela is puppet mastering the whole wedding, even though obviously this is producer-driven, they're on a TV show, uh, and Angela is just another woman that Clay used to date. 
and that he dumped. So to put any of your insecurities on the ex-girlfriend of someone you're dating is just not a great look. It takes the responsibility for caring for relationships, both past and present, off of the man and onto the two women. Uh, And I think that that does not make sense. I'm going to give that one a 3.5. Another feminism fail related to the Angela drama. Uh, we overhear some of the women praising Angela's revenge body. Ugh, and saying, I hated this. And saying that she's lost a lot of weight. Um, we really dug into this in the episode, but we just wanted to highlight once again how damaging it is for the show to include commentary on on the show of that nature to perpetuate this idea that women's weight loss is something to be, you know, uh, praised excessively as something to be um, linked to their their desirability to men and their value that their value, essentially, you know, it, it's it's triggering um, and harmful to women. And so we're going to give that a five. Great job, Bachelor. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our wonderful guest, Darren Karp, and of course, our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson. Please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a moment of Bachelor in Paradise recaps. And give us a five-star rating and review. It helps other people find our show. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We'll be back next week for more Bachelor in Paradise. And of course, do you want or rather need more Here to Make Friends? Check out our video series at youtube.com slash HuffPost. It's a little different from the podcast. Every week we highlight standout moments from each episode and award superlatives. Again, you can find us at youtube.com slash HuffPost or at HuffPost.com. And if you're still listening, come to our live show. We're coming back to New York City next week. We'll be at the Gramercy Theater on Wednesday, September 4th, and we'll be joined by the wonderful, hilarious Phoebe Robinson of Two Dope Queens. We'll be talking about another vintage episode, season one, episode three. Yes, if you came to or listened to our first NYC show, this one is all new content. We'll be talking about the first ever one-on-ones. We'll be talking about Chris Harrison in a V-neck layered over a crew neck. It's just going to be a good time. And we're going to be joined by Derek Peth and Michael Garofola for some games and Bachelor-themed fun. We'll put those links in the show notes. Tito's Handmade Vodka had been mixed with its fair share of cocktails. But one night, a chilled glass topped with lime and cranberry would change everything this bottle knew about happy hour. From the producers of America's Favorite Vodka, it turns out the cocktail you've been waiting for was right there the whole time. The Tito's Rom Cosmo. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll sip with Tito's. Coming to cocktail parties near you at titosvodka.com. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.